As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hey, Aisha. Hi, Jerome. Why don't we tell people we have a podcast called World of Learning? Why do we even have a podcast? Okay, let me tell you. As Nigerian-Canadian women living in Canada, there's been a lot of lessons learned and habits we've had to unlearn. Don't you think we should tell people about it? Oh, I see. Do you remember that time when we had to unlearn beliefs around religion? Or even when we talked about dating escapades <laughs> and how we had to learn some good money habits. And even when we talked about our mental health. Exactly. That's what our podcast is about. Unlearning beliefs that no longer serve us from our lived experiences. That's it, people. You can find us, Rogue Unlearning, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Interesting Humans, the podcast where we talk to seemingly ordinary people who are anything but ordinary. As always, my name is Bibi Shavorta, and with me as usual is my co-host... Sarah Fadawala. Hey, Sarah. How are Do you? Do I hear screams in the background? Do I hear people chanting my name? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, no, there was a whole crowd. Did she hear it? They were going... <laughs> <laughs> right? I definitely see yeah. Mary. I'm getting so excited. So I'm like, yeah, that's enough. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Didn't you see like the entire front row of people just passing out when you said your name? Right? Uh, yeah, I know. That's the vibe. But hey, how are you doing? Everything okay? okay I'm good. I'm great. How are you, Mary? I am doing wonderful. Glad to be here. Thank you guys so much for having me. Ah, okay. So, Sarah, you let the cat out the bag, our guest. Today. I know, right? <laughs> I know, right? I'm just like looking just... at her and it's like, Marriott, how are you? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of hard not to look at her because she's so, like, she's so gorgeously dressed. I'm, I'm just figuring, like, right? did I underdress for this? Am I am I prepared, really? You know, because right. Marriott is so put together and I'm just like, old t shirt on. Her and I feel, like, her neck, I feel like I'm not. I feel like I'm not presenting myself to the best of my abilities, and I'm like, oh, wow. I, okay. uh, I really should have taken some more time to get ready for this, but really, really good to have you on the podcast, Marion. How are you? 
I am doing wonderful again. Thank you guys for having me. Sorry I didn't no. send the memo out about how to dress this morning. Right, but that is okay. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Well we'll do better next time. Next time you come on the podcast will be much will it'll be a tuxedo, it'll be a bow tie, <laughs> black tie event. I, I and I will have on my t shirt yeah. and jeans. Sounds perfect. <laughs> Sounds perfect. <laughs> so you'll just turn the tables around. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. No, look, really, really excited to have you on. And um, again, this is such a privilege. Uh, you know, we are every time we get the chance to talk to someone interesting um, who agrees to give us, uh, you know, a part of their time to talk to us. Uh, we are very, very grateful. Um, it's a nice day over here. Um, and I, I don't know about where you are, but um, it's a really nice day. We've had. Um, We've had kind of like a heat wave going mm-hmm. going across Canada. Um, this is really sad, actually. Uh, more than a few people, especially more elderly people, have passed away in the past um, week or two yeah. just due to the oh. due to the heat wave. Uh, so up here in Canada, um, you know, we've had uh, a few dozen. Um, older people, especially in the in the Vancouver area, mm-hmm. um, in British Columbia, uh, they they just passed away due to due to the due to the heat wave. Um, so you know we've been having the air conditioning running pretty consistently um, just to cope. But then uh, yesterday, um, you know, just kind of got better out of nowhere, and today right. it seems and the like it's not so bad too. So mm-hmm. yeah, we had the crazy yeah. rain. Um, right? You know, it's just been all kinds of weather um, events um, recently. So I would say when we get to have a nice day like this, uh, we need to be thankful and, and, and you know, yep. just take full advantage. Starting the weekend um, up right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm glad I could bring some relief to your day. <laughs> I'll take credit for that. Yeah, no, you are kidding. absolutely responsible for the good weather I am loving the energy. I am loving the energy. And you know what? I cannot wait to start to talk to you and, and dive into your story and, you know, talk about your accomplishments and, and the things that make you so interesting. Uh, but first of all, we like to go into a, a nice little segment on the podcast that we call An Interesting Human Story from Around the World. Um, and on this episode, I want to ask you, um, what's a thousand dollars to you? Just, uh, you know. A couple pair of shoes. A pair of shoes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, nice. that's good. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, response. there you go. Yes, yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Like a, a nice, you know, nice pair of shoes, right? High heels. Uh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, actually, my husband would tell you, I'm, I'm very frugal. I call myself cheap, but everyone is self right. says I'm frugal. So, a thousand dollars for me would probably right. be a, about, you know, twenty, thirty pair of shoes. Right. Okay. Um, <laughs> that would really be more realistic, honestly, for me. Right, I'm a right. bargain shopper. You get all the so, malls Yes, and stuff I like am. That. I was yeah. actually yeah. on there earlier there today. Go. Believe it or okay. not, so yeah, that would probably okay. be yeah. about 20 30 pair of shoes for there me. There you go, there That's you go. It's hard, yeah, no, but uh, you know, so let, let, let me rephrase the question if you were a you know, delivery person, mm-hmm. what's a thousand dollars to you? If I were a delivery person, person. Right? yeah, wow. that does. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. especially if I'm Uber, delivering Uber meals yeah. to people, I guess, right. Yeah, right. absolutely. That right. that um that's a that's about giving then. I mean that right. yeah. that brings in a whole different aspect to it. It is. It yeah. is a whole complete ball different ball game. Um and today I want to tell you the story of Chad Turns. And Chad Turns is a UPS driver um that has meant so much uh 
to this community uh, in Pennsylvania, um, and he has just had this amazing work ethic. Um, you know, he's rain or shine. He does his job. Very kind, very friendly. And as we know, uh, delivery folks are not, you know, they're not necessarily rolling in the dough, right? They're not, you know, it's not a baller's gig. Uh, and, you know, he does his job, you know, rain, shine, snow, whatever, he does his job. And so, um, and, you know, especially in the Christmas season, and you, you can't imagine, like, Christmas is particularly brutal for delivery people, right? You don't get to kick back and spend the time with your family like everyone else. It's probably snowing, uh, and, and you're working harder because that's, like, a super busy time of the year for, for right. you know, deliveries and packaging oh, and, and, you know, yeah. logistics and that kind of thing. Um, so this town, uh, you know, they um, they... They said, okay, uh, we love this guy so much. He's so essential to our Christmas experience, to our, you know, you know, just our experience with delivery in general. Um, we're going to put together like a fund for him. And so um, they started a $500 fund. And mm-hmm. before you know it, it rose to $1,000. Um, and this is just, you know, no strings attached, just pure gratitude, uh, just Aww. something nice that they wanted to do uh, for, for Chad Turns. And um, he, I mean, he was not expecting it, right? They had a whole thing with balloons and, you know, a Aww. giant card and stuff yeah. out there. Aww, and, you know, cute. they even conscripted um, one of his co-workers to, to, um, to create a scenario where he had to, uh, there was a last minute pickup or something and he had to do it. And you know, he came by cheerful as usual and he was surprised by this entire community, um, you know, just, just, just out there and thanking him and you know we're talking about how like even during the pandemic like he has been just essential I mean think about all the things that get delivered right you know Mm -hmm. elderly people getting their medication Mm -hmm. you know toys being delivered to kids you know all kinds of you know all kinds of home improvement I mean a lot of people suddenly found a passion for home improvement during the pandemic (laughs) right yeah Um, I did it's all kinds of things Mm -hmm. right and Mm -hmm. so you know for, for, for Chad um this was overwhelming and um you know it just goes to show that you're doing stuff and you don't really know if people are noticing but they are noticing yeah. they are taking notes and if yeah. you aren't that you know ray of sunshine in someone's day um sometimes it means that much to them that they want to they want to make sure you know about it and so i'm really happy that this community came together um, this is a kind of feel good story yeah that, you know gets you going and this absolutely this make the, the front page of the news or anything like that but it's, a, it's just a really good story it's about very something neat. good happening to someone good right yeah. and it would be great if that made the front page of this of the news because it those are the stories that you want to read about i mean you know that would be, great? That yeah. would be awesome if that was that absolutely. was the news you know, yeah, it's all something that you would hear about, about stuff all the time. Right. Sorry, go ahead, but Sarah. About, about a delivery person doing such a good mm-hmm. job or about mm-hmm. like just anybody yeah. so normal getting recognized at that level yeah. uh, by a yeah. community or by an individual yeah. as well. Like it, it doesn't matter yeah. how many people are actually rooting for him, even yeah. if it's yeah. one child that come across yeah. and just says, thank you. Right. That, that yeah. definitely means so much. And you don't hear these kind of things a lot, right? right. You usually hear about famous people out there or someone right. literally tr- turning things around. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, this, yeah. This is good. This is yeah. very unique. 
Yeah. Loved it. And, and we talk about this all the time about how there's not enough of these positive stories. Absolutely. You know, the, the publicity that they deserve. And right. so this uh, portion of yeah. each episode is so important to us. Uh, we like to take the time to highlight someone good or something good that's happening to someone deserving. And yeah. so, um, you know, chat turns, uh, you know, you are you're obviously beloved by this community. <laughs> and I hope that this just you know, spurs you on to do, continue to do, you know, an, an amazing job. So that he's not too far from becoming episode. a celebrity, I guess. His name already sounds like a celebrity. Like Chuck Turner. Exactly. Turning things around. Chuck Turner. Absolutely. You're going to call it Chuck Turner. It's great. So, yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. So that was this episode's interesting human story from around the world. Hope you enjoyed that. And now we are going to go on a quick break, but we will be right back to talk to Marion Thomas, who is going to talk to us about a whole bunch of things. Um, She's been very helpful already. Right. Uh, just before we hit record, right? You've been talking about like, hey, how's your podcast going? Um, you know, did you know that you have this resource and that resource? And I'm like, wow, this is awesome. This is information <laughs> that I would have to pay for. And Marion is just giving it out for free today. And I'm like, okay, okay, that's really cool. So I can't wait. Now to we have it for our listeners, Marion. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we will be right back. So don't go nowhere. Caroline and we host a podcast called Not Nice. Not Nice. We are two women and we are both Asian and we're, we're Asian. both Canadian-ish and all those things add up to nice. Caroline, what's our podcast about? Our podcast is about being not nice, but in all the ways that defy what you want nice to be. Yes, it's not about being rude or being an asshole. It's about being honest and unapologetically yourself. It's about being complex and nuanced in how you see the world. It's a brand. It's a concept. It's a lifestyle. (laughs) It's a negation. Yeah, and really not giving a fuck. Because, let's face it, nice feels a little bit like an insult in how basic it is. Do you want to be called nice? Nice is boring. No offense. So on our show, we talk about things like the Fempowerment Hotel, Hotel Xena. Or AOC's Vanity Fair cover. Mm. And so many other things in culture that are trying to push the boundaries of what is acceptable and what is not. Yes. We talk about those things. So subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. We're called Not Nice with Julie Bennett Chan and Caroline Lowe. And we release episodes every Tuesday. So, you know, we can say things like, see you next Tuesday at the end of every episode. See you next Tuesday. (laughs) We are back. I hope you guys are around. I'm here. That's good, Marion. That's great. She, well, of course, I shouldn't even ask. Marion is like the 
showstopper right now. How can you not <laughs> see Barry? Right? That's the question. Like she's, she's like, she's, like, she's, she's, right, she's, she's there, very much right? alive, energetic, and right her, here with and us. all her glory. I just yeah. need to take you guys with me every day where I go. I just need you guys to be like my entourage behind me. Exactly. Right. You know, when I get up right. in the morning, right. I need you to be there right. saying, you know what, Mary, right. you rock. Right. I we're going to be walking day. ahead of her when we're going out. Yeah. She's going to be flicking her hair in the like, back. I, I, this is a service that I'm more than happy to, to provide for free. And I can even put on my like my movie trailer voice over voice for you. For this, awesome. Right? That's and what I need. And the most mundane things, like maybe you just, you know, you just put down your phone and I can say, and there she is. She put down her phone in the most <laughs> astonishing manner. No one in the history of the world has ever done this in this way, right? I can do that for you for oh, free. Right. It's I, not I, even, no charge. I would no love charge. it. I would love it. I would. You know, <laughs> it's so funny because you bring that up because there are, there is someone out that I think they, they charge to walk people. Uh-huh. So they're they're people walkers, okay. and they walk people in the park, and they okay. talk, and they listen to them, That's you know, awesome. because people need that. So hey, hey that is that yes, is a wow. mental health service. Yes, right absolutely. So I wow, need you guys for my mission. Yeah. It's, I I kid you not. They are That's people amazing. walkers, and they. I don't think it would be a bodyguard or like a personal assistant, but this is just. Just a walker. No. It's not sticking yeah, around for walkers. any other reason. Yeah, exactly. Wow. So you Amazing. you book them and they walk with you in the park for like 30 minutes and they just right. listen. Wow. They don't respond to anything and you can talk to them about anything. And, you know, because people need that mental. That's true. You know, that mental, that yeah, mental so, release. That yeah, mental exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. So wow. that just made me think of that. Wow. Yeah. No, but I'm only happy to, uh, you know, just, just hang around <laughs> and just tell me that you're doing a great job. Thank day. you. Yeah, yeah. I need that. I need that. Yeah, no, I need to just record it for me. That way I can play it every day. Yeah. We're going to ask for some good bargains on shoes at the end of the day. That's <laughs> No, but this is this is awesome. And again, thank you, Marion, for being here for talking to us today. Um, you are quite accomplished. I mean, you are all about you know self help for women. You are all about you know women you know loving themselves. Mm-hmm. You are you know and, and and my wife specifically said I should make sure I talk to you about natural hair treatments for black women absolutely yeah Yeah. she's gonna wanna i mean she i don't know if she listens to every episode of the podcast (laughs) Mm -hmm. but she will listen to this one so okay awesome i gotta bring it on yeah questioning yeah i've been natural for about 15 yeah 15 years so yeah i do have some wow i do have some experience to share that's not something (laughs) did you have the typical you know black girl experiences when you were much younger they were putting all kinds of chemicals in your hair and you know they were trying to make it look a certain way just because and again this is not not knocking on Mm -hmm. parents or grandparents who did this this Mm -hmm. was just they were trying to protect you from a world that did not understand black hair where you would go to school and there are all these kinds of stories about you know the, the high school wrestler not being able to compete until she cut her or he cut his locks off or something like that right, um, right. in the olympics you know you just heard about this a couple of days ago mm-hmm. uh you know they're they're saying look black women and black hair and water are not you know the greatest thing Let, let's right. get the, the the swim caps and the olympics are saying no so it's, it's all these kinds of things right that right. you know parents and grandparents guardians in, in general were trying to protect young black girls from mm-hmm. but right. then they would tell you you know uh, beauty is pain uh, did you go through any of that? Did you 
did you have like you know the relaxing brain through your scalp all those experiences did you have like the, the the curling iron all that stuff going on did you did you experience that well you know yes and no so let me okay. say this my mother is one of those women who are she is like the empowerment force right oh, she wow. okay. really believes in empowering you to okay. be your best and she was not the one who was pushing the creamy crack as i call it or the relaxer as we call it today that was not her actually okay. she wouldn't even allow us to uh, my sister and I to get a relaxer in our hair until oh, wow. we were 18. Oh, so wow. we had natural hair up until we were 18 years old. My right. grandmother would press our hair. So right. I am, yeah, the straightening comb. I, right. I am very familiar with the straightening okay. comb, hated okay. it. Okay. Um, but, you know, yeah, and it wasn't so that we could uh, fulfill some sort of, you know, you know, black women look better in straight hair. Mm-hmm. Um, it was more of, us personally, you know, we right. liked our hair um, straight or with curls, you know, not necessarily just straight, just with curls. And, you know, it was easier to curl it when, you know, it had a little nice core um, um, curly thing going on uh, when it was straightened out. So my mother was definitely not a, 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 a you know, a proponent of, you know, getting your hair straight because you need mm-hmm. to fit into this particular uh, type of lifestyle. No, she was she was definitely not not that way at all. And um, it was me. I mean, you know, really, I remember at twelve oh one when I turned eighteen, I was really looking for and, a and salon to be open. Yes, exactly. You feel like you feel this overwhelming sense of FOMO. Yes. And you're like, ah, they've kept me from this thing for so long. Now <laughs> yes. I can do whatever I want. Absolutely. So you run all the way in the opposite yes. direction. Yes, right? opposite direction. Because, right. and, and the reason why I wanted the creamy crock or the relaxers because I hated getting my hair straightened. So right. even at that time, it wasn't about because. I wanted straight hair so I could look mm-hmm. like a Caucasian or mm-hmm. have hair like a white woman. That mm-hmm. was not it at all. Mm-hmm. It was just that I no longer wanted to straighten my hair. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and it's because, you know, when you're young, you don't really appreciate the goodness sometimes. Right. right? right. You know, and you don't right. see it as goodness. Especially you know? when you're surrounded by all these external, uh, you know, advertising that that's all telling you that the way you look is not acceptable, that that's not the goodness, that the goodness is the other thing, which is more generally acceptable. So again, it's not necessarily the kid's fault at that point. It's like, this has been reinforced at, I mean, everywhere you turn, it's on TV, it's on the billboard, it's on, you know, you know, at school, it's everywhere. Right. So I completely understand that. It is. And you know, it's, it's interesting because as, as, as black women, as African-American women, you know, even we have not come away from that. We still mm-hmm. consider our natural hair nappy. Internalized racism. You know, and it's not it's, nappy. It's a, our hair is yeah. not nappy. Our hair is yeah. thick, it's coarse, right. it's beautiful. Right. It can grow. We right. have this misconception that our hair cannot grow. But if you look at so many women who have natural yeah. hair, yeah. you know, their hair is as long as my braids. Yeah. Yeah. And it's natural hair. Yeah. So African-American women can grow very long and beautiful right. hair and it's right. thick. But we have this misconception that we can't, you right. know, and that's just not the case. That's a big deal because, I mean, if, if you think about it as well, right, everything, everything is cause and effect, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you look at, so why, why are there not more products or why is there not more knowledge about 
black hair and how it works and how it grows and how you should take care of it. Right. It's because the entire hair industry, if such a thing exists, has been for the longest time focused on Caucasian hair. So that's what there's an abundance of information right. on. That's what there's a, you know, that so what happens is black hair is not as understood. And so when you talk about black hair, you just go, ah, that's too much work. Like, you know, there's not exactly. a bunch of things that I can immediately access. There's not a bunch of information that I can immediately, exactly. uh, you know, access and, and know what to do with black hair. So, exactly. you know, let's just get yeah. rid of it because it's too much work. Yeah. Right. right. And then and, people and, don't and want to spend the time happens. to talk about it. Yeah. Got okay. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even celebrities, you hear even a lot of celebrities today who, um, you know, talk about being on set. And mm-hmm. not having someone, you know, and and the the they're not willing to pay for someone mm-hmm. to right. to do their hair because it's too much work, I, and I, so they throw yeah, these yeah. crazy looking yeah. wigs and stuff yeah. on, you know, and they just yeah. look horrible, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, because they don't want to invest in having, yeah. but yet. You can yeah. have another Caucasian woman, you know, and they will pay the money to bring someone on set mm-hmm. because her hair is easy to 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 take care right. of, mm-hmm. you know, and to deal with versus someone who is black or African-American right. and not knowing what to do. So a lot of times you hear about celebra- celebrities talking about the fact that they really had to take care of they had to self-care in a sense. Mm-hmm. You know, they had to take care of their own hair. They, mm-hmm. you know, Queen Latifah talks about you know, right. how she learned to do her own hair and, mm-hmm. you know, and they had to do that because they weren't, a, they weren't, a, and they were willing to pay mm-hmm. to bring mm-hmm. someone on right. set for mm-hmm. that. Right. So right. it's very interesting, right. you know, the battle that black women have to show right. that Absolutely. our hair is beautiful. Our hair can right. be managed, yeah. right. you know, yeah. and it's not as difficult. Uh, I remember a movie and I won't mention the name of it, but uh, it's a very, very well-known um um, actor and he's combing this little girl's hair who is African American and they have this scene where he can't get the brush through it because it's just so mm-hmm. and I'm like really because yeah. if you learn how to you know African we if you learn how to brush your hair it's really mm-hmm. not that difficult no. but they portray it as being right. the brush broke right because you know it, he yes because he couldn't get it through it, her yeah. hair. And yeah, I was like, dense, it was right? exactly. Yeah. I'm like, really? Yeah. That's yeah. so you people have this this uh, misconception of black about black women and their hair, um, right. you know. So it's just it's just interesting to me when I see things right. that na- of that nature. Do you think that you you've experienced a lot of this growing up in the area that you were, or do you see this just in and out every time you have a conversation with people? Apart from the fact that this is something that is globally um, uh, just surfaced as an issue, right? Um, like just celebrities are talking about it the same way. You see the same yeah. issues on, on the news, right? But do yeah. you think that you've experienced it a lot more firsthand where you've grown up, where you've lived? As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Now, actually, I, I, I did not grow up in that type of environment where mm-hmm. I really had people uh, in my book, actually, and someone like me, there is a scene where um, she really is in love with this white boy. And, um, you know, and she feels like uh, she really likes him and she feels like she, he's going to be the one that's going to give her her first kiss. And, you know, so she walks up yeah. to him and she says, you know, you know, can you like someone like me? And he throws the mud on her and it slides down from her cheeks down to her feet, you know, and, and hits onto her favorite pair of shoes and tells her that he tells her that he can never love someone like her or like someone like her because she has nappy hair. Oh, you know, and so oh. there is this. Yeah, exactly. There is this. And that's real. For, can I talk to yeah. this boy out back? Yeah. <laughs> you know, just, just five minutes at this point? Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, but I, I just want to talk. Yeah, I yeah that. Yeah, I, just, I, I, just I, don't, I don't think you would be talking, but yeah. <laughs> but you know that is something in the book that she experiencing experiences, mm. and that stays with her. Mm. That actually molds how she right. thinks about herself. Yeah, right. and so yeah, you have had young young girls yeah. who have been molded by situations like that. Yeah. I, for one, never experienced anything like that personally, but mm-hmm. um, you hear about the stories and they break your heart because now yeah. you have this little girl who's grown up thinking that she's not worthy of love, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. she doesn't like herself. She doesn't mm-hmm. like her skin. She doesn't right. like her hair, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, all of those things. And um, mm-hmm. she doesn't see the beauty, 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 beauty that she actually yeah. has. You know, that internal and external yep. beauty because, that's true. you know, she, she can't see it. And, um, that's true. you know, so it's, it's a very powerful thing how words are. Words are so powerful. Absolutely. And right. when you tell a little girl that her hair is nappy, yeah. right. you know, you're telling her, not just her hair is nappy, but you're telling her yeah. that, that she is nappy. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Breaking that confidence. And that she's on. Un- She's yeah. unmanageable, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because you're right. saying her hair is unmanageable. Hair is unruly, yeah, she right. she's yeah. un she's unmanageable. She's unruly. She's this. She's that. Not deserving of love. Stayed, not, oh my god! Yeah, right. Yeah. And that stays with them. And so that's something right. that um yeah, right. that's definitely something that happens. Mm-hmm. Now, do you think that this is changing? Because up until I mean, as as recently as some five years ago mm-hmm. my sister has these like dreadlocks really long dreadlocks um mm-hmm. and and it was an issue at her at, at her work yeah. i mean and, and, i mean this is even here in canada mm-hmm. um and you know she she overheard someone talking about her and saying you know um mm-hmm. her hair was too ethnic right and, and that's something that i 
I um, that's something that makes me laugh uh, when I hear someone say this is too ethnic. It's well, do you understand what eth- Do you understand what ethnic means? Do you right. know what that word? It's like how some people say, ethnic? "Oh, you're so exotic." To what? Exotic to to my bird. To who? To what? Yes, right? Yeah. Because where I'm from, I'm not exotic. <laughs> you're which is you know which is people. Right. And so, do you think that you know, especially in the workplace, because this is, I mean, if you ask a bunch of women um, today, a, a lot of them will tell you that the primary reason why they alter their hair. Mm-hmm. Um, a bunch of black women, the pri- primary reason why they even mind to care to alter their hair um, is because of work. They want to look a certain way at work. They want to present a certain way at work. And now at work, at workplaces all around the world, especially in North America, there's this push uh, saying, uh, be your authentic self. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. um, and I, you know, yeah. it's a nice catchphrase. I don't trust it. Yeah. It's a nice catchphrase. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For people who look like, like us, um, yeah. you know, it's like be your authentic self, but then, and then you're be your you go and be your authentic self, and then you get you know, yeah you're like, expected yeah. to be dressed or seen in a certain way. It, it, yeah, it, yeah, it, it, yeah. It, it, it you know it yeah. it um, what's the word I'm looking for? It 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 hits you back almost immediately, right. you know. And and it's like, are you seeing any progress mm-hmm. at all? Um, you know, when we talk about authentic black hair in the workplace today versus maybe some five ten years ago. Yeah. Great question. You know, I, I work in a corporate environment separately. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, you know, uh, and right now the buzzwords in corporate America is diversity and inclusion, Right. Yeah. you know, and diversity encompasses so many things, mm-hmm. um, not just about the color of your skin or, mm-hmm. or, or not having a skin color or whatever yeah. the case may be. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it also encompasses, you know, hair, mm-hmm. you know, and I say, you know, if there's a phrase, what is pro, mm-hmm. you know, professional, mm-hmm. what is pro, you know, is, uh, is this my hairstyle now? Is this considered professional? I would say it's definitely professional, but in some corporate environments, braids are not looked at as being pro, mm-hmm. you know? And so mm-hmm. some African-American women or women um, in general who choose not to have straight hair, mm-hmm you know, who choose to use, to wear their hair in its natural form yeah. are not considered professional mm-hmm. because they don't have straight hair, right. you know, but my thing is if we were supposed to have straight hair, we would have been born right. with it. Right. So you want to judge me on something that I was born with. And obviously the things that, you know, there's that it says, you know, that all things were good when it was created. So obviously right. when my hair was created, it was good. You know, so and that is the way that, you know, you know, when you have companies that have diversity and inclusion um, councils, I'm actually a member of our DNI council at my on my secular job and, you know, trying to educate people on, you know, what is pro, what is professional, you know, and professional, what is professional is conduct. That's determines that's whether what, you're professional that's or not. That's, that's it's something that I'm, I'm always trying to explain, or always trying to. I'm always trying to, you know, uh, um, understand why are things that have absolutely no bearing on your job and performance so important 
on the scale of things that you're judged by. Does does that make any sense? Like, my hair has (laughs) no impact on how many words per minute that I can type. Absolutely. No impact (laughs) on, you know, whether I'm sending the emails on time or I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, you know. So why is this so important to you? And at some point you have to go like, yeah, well, so this is not about me. This is about you. Right. And you're and you're uncomfortable being around something that does not look exactly the way you would want it to look. And this right. has nothing to do with my performance or my right. abilities, right? It's about your lack of education, really. That's right. And That's when right. you consider yourself to be professional because you have a master's degree or a doctor's degree or whatever the case may be, but yet you forgot to get a degree in what it means to be human, mm-hmm. then that means you <laughs> miss the point. Right. You miss the right. point because you know, um, that is really the best type of schooling or education that you can have mm-hmm. is how mm-hmm. to be human and how to treat someone in a human sense. <laughs> so, yes, absolutely. Those are it's it's so sad when, um, you know, we see that in the corporate world and non corporate world mm-hmm. um, and the way women, black women are perceived with their That's hair, right. um, right. you know, and told, you know, don't wear braids, don't wear That's this, right. don't wear that. You that's know, right. um, that's not professional. Mm-hmm. You have to have your mm-hmm. hair in a professional style. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I'm wondering when I go into the dictionary and I look up professional, I have never yet seen a hairstyle <laughs> to define right. what is professional right. in the right. dictionary. Right. Because right. it's not about a hairstyle. Right. It's about a code of conduct. And that's it's right. about how you conduct yourself when you're talking right. about what is professional. That's right. That's right. And I, you know, I, I, I genuinely hope that more organizations take this on and, and they do something about it for real as against just, you know, paying lip service to it. I think it's a buzzword right now. Everyone mm-hmm. is trying to say they are, you know, diverse and inclusive, uh, but not really. Right. Um, it's not, you can, um, you can say all those things, but if you're not doing the work uh, to actually make sure that people feel comfortable being themselves um, to the point where they're not constantly code switching uh, just to just to be left alone at the office, right? Just to be left alone to do their job at the office. Um, I think that we're still quite, a, a, you know, but we're, we're still, so have a bit of work uh, yeah, to get to that absolutely. Point. But the good thing about it is that the door has opened. Right, the door has opened. You're seeing so many organizations now that have a DNI council, mm-hmm. you know, that have uh, a diversity and inclusion um, m- members, people that you know come from every aspect, you know, within the organization and talk about the challenges, mm-hmm. you know, that. So the good thing about that, again, like I said, is that the door is open, and not only is the door open, people are starting to walk through it, right? Mm-hmm. Because we can all see a door is open and never step into it. We right. never walk through that door. So it's so encouraging to see that people are starting to walk through that DNI mm-hmm. door, mm-hmm. and they're starting right. to voice the things that are they're passionate about, the, the challenges that they face, and right. that we're educating each other on it so that we can learn to be human and to treat people as we want to be treated. You know, I don't, you know, I wouldn't want someone talking, you know, about my hair or whatever. So I'm not going to talk about your hair or whatever, you know, that's, 
That's right. really what it comes down to, that right. golden rule. Right. Treat others as right. you want to be treated. And right. think about how much further people would be if that was truly applied, you know, and, and that would be such a, you know, such a thing that, you know, women could, you know, walk around with um, their hair and not feel as if they're being judged. Right. You know, right. Um, I mean, I, I sometimes wonder, you know, for, for um, I wonder how the women who um, just have, no impulse control and they want to touch a black woman's hair i wonder <laughs> how they would feel if you know someone just randomly ran their fingers through their hair is like what are you doing like yeah do you not understand how this is not acceptable right because a lot of the time you would have you know that confrontation and you'd be like what are you doing like don't do that and they look so shocked like oh right. like why are you offended it's like no, this is not an angry black woman. Thing. This is just about <laughs> you don't just touch people's hair. Exactly. That's period. Yeah. Whether you know, it's not about whether they're black or white or or or, or brown or anything. It's like you just don't touch people's hair. Like what right. are you doing? Yeah, right? absolutely. And it, that's so that's so true. I, I have had that happen to me. Um, oh, someone wanted no. to yeah, with someone wanted to touch my hair. But you know, oh. also I would even say that even. Uh, African-American women dealing with other African-American women. You know, mm-hmm. there's even this big debate among black women um, mm-hmm. between, you know, relaxed hair and natural hair. Mm-hmm. What's healthy? What's appropriate? Mm-hmm. You know, so we're even still battling among ourselves about, mm-hmm. you know, well, you know, I, I have natural hair, so I'm better than you. Or I have right. relaxed hair because I'm better right. than you. Right. Um, and so we still haven't even that. But yeah, like you said, you know, for someone to walk up and say, you know, I want to touch your hair. Mm-hmm. Um, that just shows their own ignorance. So that's right. the way I look at it. And right. would, you um, yeah. say, would you say this team natural versus Teen relax. Would you say there's a generational component to it as well? Uh, that you know, are there any generational factors that you're noticing? Like maybe the younger younger women are less likely to be tolerant of getting their hair relaxed, and they're just more confident wearing their natural hair. And older women who maybe lived through a different era of more blatant uh, racism and have developed these coping mechanisms to protect themselves. Uh, would tell you, um, you know, the relaxed is, hair is the way to go. Have you noticed any of that? Because there was something I, I kind of remember reading at some point. I, unfortunately, I don't know. I can't remember it enough to reference it properly. But there seemed to be like this um, sort of prevalent, you know, um, um, idea among especially women who are a little older who have lived through like some some really messed up stuff mm-hmm. uh who will tell you no like you need to relax your hair you know this is this is i mean you can't go out looking like that and then there's younger women who are like no like i'm not going to do that I'm like you're right. not going to do that to me is that something that you you've noticed as well well, I mean, you know, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, there is definitely the younger generation. They're definitely more confident in wearing their natural hair. And and that's a beautiful thing. And I think um, older women um, um, are starting to embrace wearing their natural hair, even though when you look at it, you know, the foundation of wearing natural hair comes from older women. You know, right. the younger women have learned how to, you know, do natural hair from older women so it's 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 a it's an interesting thing but you look at movies like i think it was called napoli ever after 
you know, yeah. with Tania Lathan, where, you know, her whole life, her mother drilled in her this this per- this perception that right. she had to have straight hair mm-hmm. because that's how her mother was raised. Mm-hmm. You know, she was raised that, you know, straight hair was beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then she goes to this whole thing where she cuts all her hair off and, you know, things of that nature. And so, you know, we call it the big chop now. You know, mm-hmm. you go through and you cut all your hair off and you do this mm-hmm. big chop. And mm-hmm. some people feel that as that's like a re, uh, a, a, a way to break yeah. free from, you know, the chemicals it's, it's and things. Yeah, it's yeah. a way to break Absolutely. free and, you know, and to be able to go out, you know, uh, and just be yourself, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. you're representing who you are. But mm-hmm. I will say this, is that, you know, don't allow your hair to define who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, whether you have natural hair, or whether <laughs> you have relaxed hair, you know, recognize that yep. it's the character, the things that you do, That's the things true. that you say, the way that you treat people that That's truly true. define who you are. And it, your true. hair does not define you. It, it is a component. It is something that is a beauty. Absolutely. It's like a crown. Absolutely. Your hair is, is can be that. But it is not the thing that that makes up your character. Loving the skin that you that you have, loving the person that you are, loving the hair that you have, you know, um, and also loving other people. You know, it's not just about loving your own skin, but loving other people who don't look like you. Right. You know, that's that's so key as well. So, yeah, that's um, what it really means to me. Mm -hmm. That's true. From from my experience, I've just I've seen a lot of people that when they pick flaws or they pick differences in you, it's usually their own insecurities that's that's speaking out, right? As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And that's what's so important, especially when we talk about mental health. It's so important to accept yourself, to embrace yourself, to love yourself. Yeah. Just like you said, Marianne, before you even see another person from a yeah. different lens, right? Or get yeah. through the same isn't lens. Isn't that the definition uh, of bullying? 
I mean, yeah. really, that's the yeah. definition of bullying. Yeah. It's yeah. a bully is someone who doesn't love themselves. Right. So they're projecting so they that, on yeah, else. on yeah. everyone else. Yeah. You know, yeah. and so when you yeah. when you do that to someone, you're really defining yourself as a bully. Yeah. Right. You know, right. and that's a yep. very yep. serious, yep. serious right. uh, character. That is body. true. Right. That's true. I just wanted to add a story. I know we were talking about hair before, and this is something really similar. It just came in my mind. Is that from my personal experience? Um, a while ago, I used to wear a headscarf, um, like a hijab. And I wore that for a few years, and that was when I was in school. And then I decided to um, <laughs> let go of it. I have a story. Uh, you know, I remember a story that Sarah told me. Uh, she's probably forgotten about the story now about <laughs> how she would hide um, Bluetooth headphones in her head. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Now, I'm not, I'm not going to say more than that. You piece it together, you piece it together. But uh, that hijab exactly. has some fun stories behind it, for sure. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was so exciting to wear, like, headphones. Just pop it inside. <laughs> nobody would know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. But I had to I had to stop wearing that. Well, it was my own decision, obviously. It wasn't forced by anyone. But the mindset that I had at that time when I was in school was that I won't be able to get a job or the same opportunities if I continue wearing my job in a corporate environment. And I studied fashion Mm -hmm. and fashion is already a very saturated market. And it's very, you know, they they literally look at you um, through the grain of salt. Right. Right. Um, And I wanted to be known. And my mindset was that I won't get there if I, if I wear a headscarf, if I'm unique, if I'm not like everybody else, I won't be able to fit in. And just at that age to have that kind of thought process going through your head, it's, it already tells you what the world is, you know, where, where we're at, where the world's kind of pushing at you, um, the issues that are surfacing. And even though we're talking about beauty over here, but it also applies to just accepting yourself and accepting your religion, your, your culture and everything. Right. Um, and hijab is, or a headscarf is a part of a religion. It's not even a clothing choice. Mm -hmm. It's not like you're right. wearing some sort of apparel to to workplace that it's is not probably not appropriate. Right. Right. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, right. And yeah. Anyway, it, it it just came to my mind as we were talking about it. It's not it's not just important to have like corporate rules that says that this is what is accepted, this is what's not accepted, but mm-hmm. just embracing that or just having a manager, let's say, if I'm going into an interview and not looking at me awkwardly, not looking at me, you know, right. um, that this is something right. that cannot be a go. Um, Right. And I've, I've experienced that. I certainly think. Yeah. I certainly think that fifty years into the future, if we haven't destroyed the planet yet by then, um, you know, if you'll go into work and you're going to have all kinds of people right. um, just being themselves. Right. And the only thing that matters is the work and the culture. Right. The work because of the output. The culture because you're not allowed to make other people uncomfortable. That's right. And honestly, if we can just get to that point. Um, <laughs> That would be light years of where like we are today. That's right? true. And that would be awesome. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about something you said, Sarah, about the fact that when you were younger and running, wearing that hair, the head scarf, head scarf, you know, it's so interesting because we talk about, you know, as African-American women about the things that we're judged on. And sometimes we forget about other nationalities and what they're actually, you know, what challenges they're facing as well, you know, and that's one thing I like about uh, the the Diversity Inclusion Council is that you really do get that education, 
you know, because while you were, um, you know, having that challenge about people looking at you differently, because when you were younger, because you had that headscarf and you were, you know, scared about, you know, if it would, you know, hinder you, you know, and, you know, you have African-American women who, um, because of the color of their skin or the texture of their hair, having those same thoughts, it just goes to show how much we all really have in common that we're never that far off from each other. Every every person who's walking and breathing and living and moving exists yep. or whatever you want to, you know, they we all have something something that we have yep. questioned about ourselves. We all have something, you know, and to recognize that, you know, you're not you're not anything better, you know, than someone else that, you know, they have their struggles and don't don't right. feed into their struggles. Uh-huh. And that's what you do when you when you look at someone and you put them down because they have a headscarf on. You're feeding into their your their struggle. They're already Absolutely. struggling. Don't Absolutely. be a part of that. You know, be an encouragement. We don't have the right to tear people down. That's we true. have the right to build people up. You know, so be the positive in that person's life. Help that person realize that, you know, that is, you know, right. in your case, that was a part of your religion, you know, be respectful of that, even though you may not, dis- you may not agree with it. You may, you know, with right. that particular religion or whatever the case may be, but be respectful, exactly. learn to treat people as people. You know, I don't, I don't uh, agree with certain things right. that people do and certain, you know, certain conduct mm-hmm. But I'm always going to treat you as a person. Absolutely. I'm always going to treat you Absolutely. as a human because that's what you are first. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I may not like your lifestyle or the things that you do, um, but I'm, Absolutely. I'm, you know, I'm not going to hate you as a person. And that that's, very that's the key. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, learn, we have to, yeah, thank you. We have to, we have to learn to build, build each other up and don't look for things that can tear someone down because I mean, think of yeah. how many suicides yeah. are out there because of it. You yep. could be the cause of someone taking their life because you chose to allow That's ignorance true. to come out of your mouth. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it happens. It happens every day. Yeah. It happens every day. And I, I you know, just circling back to the, the, the racism, you know, question. Um, I, I think that being racist is proof of a lack of intellectual curiosity. Um, I, I think, I, I just think that being racist is, it just shows that you're not willing to do the work to meet people on an individual basis. So it's easier to just lump a whole group of people together and act like you know what that group is about and, and, and act like you know mm-hmm. what everyone in that group is like. And that is so, that is so untrue because even in a family, not everyone acts the same, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Otherwise you would never have family squabbles, right? So when you make pronouncements like, oh, these people are from this part of the world, they are, I definitely know that they're this type of way or that type of way. It's like, yeah, that's just you. That's you exactly stereotyping. And, and, And that's just you showing me that you do not have the intellectual rigor that it takes to deal with each person that you meet on the basis of 
data that you're able to process from that person. You're That's just, true. You're just willing to say, ah, yeah, no, I, I don't have to do the work. I right. don't have to think because um, it's easy to just bundle people together. Right? That's right. Um, yeah. You just can't so, comprehend or expand your mind enough to educate yourself in another right. religion or even accept that. That's yep. right. That's right. That's right. So um, I, I'm, I'm definitely um, yeah. grateful that we have this opportunity to talk about, you know, and, and, and with people going through oppression. And this is a very important point that, that Marion talked about. You'd be surprised. Some of the most racist and closed-minded people are people who themselves should know better because they or people mm-hmm. like them have been through oppression. And you start to wonder, so did, did you learn nothing? Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and so, you know, when we talk about different groups of people struggling, the struggle is expressed in different ways, but the ultimate foundation is the same. It's still about women of different ethnicities or different races being made to feel slightly or, or greatly uncomfortable about this or that aspect of, of themselves, right? Whether it's the hijab or whether it's the texture of your hair. Um, yeah. and, and it's like, it's so unnecessary, yeah. right? It's so unnecessary. But more importantly, if women, um, if women or people um, of different races and, and cultures understood that each person is, is going to the form of the same type of struggle. Mm-hmm. I think just acknowledging that would make us yeah. better people. Um, because I think we always tend to think that we're the only ones struggling. Yeah. Um, that was my point. The, right. Because mm-hmm. we're so inside of it that we're not thinking of anyone else. It's right. like, no, we're the only ones who have to go through this. It's like, yeah, what you're going through yeah. is pretty bad. And, and yeah. we're not going to minimize that. But right. there are other people too. The other people yeah. too going through, you know, yeah. um, Absolutely. Back that's things, true. Just in a different, in a different way. In right? a different that's way. True. In a different yeah. way. And that's, that's when we usually develop fear, right? That because we cannot accept ourselves at that point, mm-hmm. we're so afraid of fitting in, or we're so afraid of, you know, just being accepted, being heard, being seen, that we impose those that fear that onto others, projected onto others in that sense. That hey, if I cannot be myself, you can't either. Right. Right. Exactly. right. It's like a crabs in a barrel type of mentality. Like yeah. no one's getting out. Like, exactly. you know, we're all, all going to perish here. You know, it's, exactly. it's that type of thing, um, which is, which is just sad, but I'm to happy of things. I want to talk about your book, someone <laughs> like me. So why did you write a book, Marion? <laughs> You know, well, of course, we all know you're so is, creative. <laughs> Other than cause, that, because <laughs> writing, writing a book is a big deal, like, mm-hmm. and not only write a book but get it published. You know uh, that that is a big deal. Um, what what's behind this book, Mary and someone like me? Well, you know, I really started writing this book during a time when the world seemed to turn to lava because of COVID. You know, oh. and I really needed something to focus my thoughts on. Um, mm-hmm. And I used that turn to love a friend of mine that I, I still love from them. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, you know, because it's so true. It, it's really what happened. Um, but I really wanted to craft a story um, for women that would bring characters to life. You know, characters that face real obstacles, like what we're talking about today. You know, natural hair, skin color, um, this, this, this concept of, not loving yourself, 
Acceptance, now in, yeah, self-acceptance, acceptance, exactly. Right? Uh, right. Self-love, those things. Mm-hmm. I wanted a character that had to cross difficult bar- barriers to find mm-hmm. love. Mm-hmm. And I also wanted a character that was struggling to really determine what the possibilities of life are, you know, what, what's out there for them. And, um, you know, and, and that was so important in writing this book. And that's so what's wrapped up into every page of someone like me is this character who is going through all of these things. They are going through um, obstacles. They are trying to cross difficult barriers. They are trying to self-care and self-love and self-acceptance. And um, they are trying to discover all the wonderful possibilities that life can offer. And and underneath all of that, they're looking for the exact same thing that all of us are looking for, Mm -hmm. and that's love. And, and just to be clear, this is a work of fiction, correct? Absolutely. Right. And, <laughs> yes. And yes. Uh, is there a main character? Yeah. So the main character is Maya Day, and she is this beautiful black woman, and she's 27 years old, and she's gone through this very difficult past. You know, she lost her mother. Um, she found herself out on the street, um, you know, living this life, and so she finally gets this opportunity, and it's also about you know, the mistakes that she made, the choices mm-hmm. that she made and mm-hmm. how she had to understand that her past doesn't define her future. Right. It doesn't even define her next step, mm-hmm. you know? So it's, it's a, it's a lot of different things that Maya goes through. And, you know, um, the book also introduces this concept of journaling, which I think is so important. We were talking early about mental health, mental health. That's you right. know, we were talking about that and, you know, that importance and one way you can, you can self care, you know, is through journaling. My mm-hmm. sister, she journals every single day. You know, she takes 15 amazing. minutes every That's day. Amazing. I'm, I'm so happy that you brought this point because in a lot of you know, um, yeah. books or anywhere where you see articles, they'll talk about what you need to do, but they don't usually give you advice on how to get there. And journaling is one right. of them, and it's very huge. Um, right. Sorry, continue. That's, that's an amazing Absolutely. point that you brought up, Marianne. Yes. No. no. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Absolutely. I love that point that you just made, Sarah, because it is. They don't talk about how to get there. They don't talk about the steps that you need to take. Right. You know, and the thing about journaling is so what I try to tell people about journaling is that, you know, the beautiful thing about it is that you don't have to lie to yourself. Mm. No one's going to read it. You know, it's like your closet. You know, that closet that you can put your shoes in, your clothes, your thing. And we all have a closet where we have things in there that no one has ever seen, right? Women, especially, I know me for a fact, I have shoes in there that I've never worn. I have clothes in my closet that still have tags on it. You know, um, you know, I'm sure men have shoes and things that they have purchased and they've never worn, you know, but... And, and there are some things that we purchased and we know no one That's will true. ever see them because we really just brought them for ourselves, <laughs> you know, like maybe satin pajamas yeah. or something like that, you know? And that's how that journal is. That journal is your closet. It's you get to put into your closet everything, you know, that you don't want to discuss with other people. You just want to have an outlet where you can put out, put your feelings in there and not feel that someone else is going to judge you for it, you know? So it's a, exactly, exactly. And it's a great way to determine what makes you tick. Right. No, I, I completely agree. And, and this was such an important point. I think, again, when you listen to a lot of motivational speakers, they just, uh, you know, they tell you, oh, you know, they, they tell you what the problem is and they tell you what the, what life looks like when you've changed um, your situation, but they don't actually teach you how to change your situation. Exactly. Uh, which is which is the the biggest piece because right. I'm not here for you. I'm not here for ninety minutes of telling you what my life can look like. Right. Um, I'm telling I'm telling you. I understand that I have a problem. Exactly. And I want uh, exactly. you know, guidance on how to stop the problem right absolutely it's not, so um it's not this is not just 90 minutes of <laughs> what i'm missing in front of me it's like yeah, yeah it's right you help me that's why i'm here but yeah yes. no, that's that's really really important <laughs> and i will say when you said when you mentioned satin pajamas i, I immediately for some reason i just thought of of silk sonic um you know um, um bruno mars and anderson yes. Clark, you know it, it, i'm a huge <laughs> bruno, bruno mars fan so i, I love some so, bruno mars <laughs> so for some reason when you mentioned I think this conversation is, is really timely. It's, it's really um, important. And speaking of journaling, so, you know, um, we were talking before we had recorded about you know, <laughs> how at some point you, you were going to be a journalist um, and, and, you know, journalism, um, you know, if you go all the way back to the roots, it's just people um, um, writing down what they've witnessed, what they've experienced, right? And and then it became more structured and became journalism. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're talking about how one of your one of your wishes when you were younger was was to be a uh, you know like a journalist at, at a local newspaper. Mm-hmm. And I found that extremely um, fascinating because that was very specific. Um, a journalist at a not just at a news at a local newspaper, mm-hmm. um, and we're talking about how the death of the local newspaper is is largely responsible for a lot of the misinformation, disinformation um, that that, for example, America is experiencing today. Um, you know, you talk about how local news does not get amplified 
um, yeah. the local newspapers don't get subscribed to, so their, their funding is very, very light. Um, you only have to sue them one time and they're bankrupt, uh, so they're even afraid to to write on the things that matter because they don't want to upset different interest groups. Um, you talk about the fact that most of the news is now nationalized, and so um, you know, you're know you not really getting access to things that matter in your neighborhood. Um, the local newspaper is more likely than than a national franchise, uh, you know, to, to to report on a pothole six blocks from you, mm-hmm. or your councilman, or mm-hmm. your, you know, and, and these are and we're seeing the result of that today is people don't care about local elections because they they just think oh it's just a place you send someone and you know every so often you change you swap them out maybe or you don't even know who they are a lot of people don't even know who their local government is made up of right mm-hmm. uh they don't even know they don't vote in those elections right. and all of this is partly because there's no local news actively keeping these people on their toes right it's been said over and over that you know the press is the fourth um arm of, of, of government right uh because it keeps the others in check like it, it keeps them accountable to the people right and so local news i think you know and and I was talking about this with you, Marion, is when you have a lack of local news, people just gravitate to different camps, you know, on the national, everything is nationalized. You're, you're either CNN or Fox News, and there's no in-between, right? right. Um, and, and you're operating off of completely different bases of reality, and, and that is so harmful. Yeah. You know, local news is a way for the individualism. You know, it's a way to see what's happening around in the space around you. That's right. You know, and that is that is so so something that's very much lacking today. And yeah, when I was younger, I I loved this this concept, this idea of writing for a local paper and having my column and writing my thoughts and you know really. And think about this, something else that a local, a, a local paper brings to the table is this sense of community. That is right. You know, it, that and right. that is something that I really, um, I love that when I was younger was, right. you know, being able, I, I wrote for the school paper. Uh, right. I was a news editor. I was a sports editor, but you really feel like, you know, when people, when you people say, oh, I read your column, I read what you <laughs> were, right. you know, That's and right. it's so funny. I will tell you this story. And I don't know if we have enough time, but I have to tell you yeah, the story. I have enough time for this story. So, <laughs> <laughs> just to show you how important, how important writing it, it for the paper was for me, it was kind of really the catalyst for me writing for books. Um, you know, I had a I had a teacher um, when I was in college and, and writing for the paper, and he didn't know that I wrote for the paper, and you know, I was pretty much. Um, you know, writing was such an easy thing for me in school. I could write a paper. It was great. You know, if if the class was about writing papers, mm-hmm. then I knew I was getting an A because that was like simple, easy for me to do. Didn't have to think about it. You know, I could just read the synopsis, you know, read the back of the book and boom, I could write whatever it needed to be needed to be written. But this particular teacher, once he found out that I was the one who was writing the column in the paper, I went from getting an A in his classes in his class to getting F's and D's. I barely passed that 
class. So he was grading you on a different yes, set of rules than anyone else. Yes. Right. So once he learned, once he saw that you know I could actually write, and right. that you know he, he saw like, this is not up to your yeah exactly. Yeah. And he would write like, notes on my pa- yeah he right. would write notes on my paper like you know what I read in your column was written better than this right. you know so right. and it really pushed me. I mean it right. really pushed me. And I went from, you know, getting an A to that class and I struggled to get a C in that class, you know, but it really helped me to see that the importance of putting your best foot forward, you know, and no matter what you do, do it, do it to the best of your ability and don't just have to do things because, you know, it comes so easily to you. But, you know, it's just that, you know, that was really, you know, when I was writing for the paper, it was such a, you know, such a a thing that, you know, I really just enjoy doing. Mm. You know, I loved going after the story, you know, when I was a news reporter, you know, going after the story. And I wasn't really into sports, but I was a sports editor. Um, But, you know, but you can immerse yourself into the the game and help someone to be able to see (laughs) the game through your words. You know, whether they were there or not. Oh, my goodness. You know, that's that's amazing. amazing. That's truly amazing. Quick question. How much did you hate this teacher at first? Because if that were me, I would be thinking, hey, dude, what are you, what are you doing? You're messing with my TV. Like, what are you doing? Like, can we talk about this? Yeah, what are you yeah, doing? yeah. Did you, did you go from, did you just go, you know, when he started, or when they started doing that, did you just go to, okay, yeah, I see what he's doing, and, or I see what they're doing, and, and, and this is good for me? Or did you have that moment, like, in the beginning where you're like, yo, cut it out? Like, what are you doing? Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm human. So, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, right, <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course, I had that moment of, like, what in the world? You know, but then it was like, you know, I started pulling out books and research and digging in and, you know, and so it helped me when I was writing for the paper, you know, because it was, you know, I learned to do research, to dig in, to get the story, you know, and um, yeah, it was, um, it was an amazing experience. So, you know, even when I'm writing books, you know, I'm doing research as I'm writing, which is, you know, I, I've kind of still carried that because of that situation. Right. I still carry that into the way I right. do it now. Right. And that's so, that's so amazing because, like, sometimes you would think that, mm-hmm. you know, if somebody tries to throw a challenge in front of you, you would fall apart. But your first, in, um, uh, what do you call it? Your first instinct was to, you know, push yourself and, and get better at it. And once you did, then you started to realize that, hey, this was only for me. Yeah. This really helped me yeah. out in the future. And that's 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 amazing because a lot of children in general, as soon as there's a challenge put to their yeah. place, yeah. it's like, okay. Well, my mother wouldn't allow that, that for one stupid. thing. My mother was not that one. <laughs> I'm going to forever know, She's not the one that, you know. The more you talk about your mom, the more yeah. I start to think maybe she should have been the one we had on the podcast. Oh, absolutely. You, oh, you would. Yeah, she is. You know, my mom is always, you know, see the glasses, you know, as half full rather than half empty. You know, I mean, she is just that way. I mean, she's 68 years old and, um, you know, she is amazing to me. I mean, um, she's still, she's still, she's, she's a teacher and, um, you know, she got her MBA uh, a couple years ago at sixty wow. something years old. Wow. Um, yes, that's my mother. Wow. So wow. you can see why I had that that mindset. You know, yeah, to really so just and my husband's like he's so much like you know you're you're like your mom you know you're just gonna push through. Yeah. So yeah, that is really really mm-hmm. cool. And just so we're clear, how many so how many books Beautiful. have you written? 
No. Um, six. That is yes. amazing. Maybe that more. Is, yes. That is amazing. That, yes. that is, that is amazing. Oh. We are dealing with a pro here. I like how she was like, maybe more. I guess publishing a book is just a regular old Tuesday for you, doll. Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. I wish it were. I'm going to tell you. I wish you were. I steal every single book. You know, I I wish it were that way. Um, And I guess, you know, I don't remember how many books I have out there. It's because I'm always, when I put a book out there, you're focused on that one. Mm -hmm. You know, because, you know, it's. When you write a book and when you put a book out there, you're putting a piece of you out there and you don't know how people are going to react to it. I mean, you know, you might get, you know, reviews, you know, people are going to, you know, you might get a one star review. I've gotten those. I mean, you know, who hasn't? Uh, Even some of the biggest authors out there, they get, you know, um, you know, so it's, it's always that. So you're. You forget about everything else. You're focused in on that book that you have out there. You're trying to see how people are going to react to it, Um, you know, and yeah, it's been a journey. I mean, it's been a journey being an author. That's amazing. amazing. I've had a lot of good things, you know, on this journey. I've had a lot of, you know, challenges. I've had setbacks. You know, I've had all of those things. But, you know, I I feel like this, you know, I don't want to go, I don't want to live my life in saying that, you know, what I could have done. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want right. to be that person right. to talk right. about the, the what ifs, right. Right. because those are not my cousins. You know, <laughs> I, they really, they're, they're not part of the what ifs are not part of my family. It's not part of my makeup, mm-hmm. you know, so that's not something that I want. <laughs> You know, when uh, 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 someone I know, um, you know, she always talks about as an author, you have to decide what your legacy is going to be about, mm-hmm. you know, and um, that's true. Yeah. So that yep. I, I, I want to push myself to to write, to to put stuff out there, to put myself out there, even though it's not comfortable for me, mm-hmm. you know, because at least I can say I did it. Right. You know, right. I, I can say true. I did it. You can you can write a one star review, or you can you can say you know how could you do this? But you know what? I did something that you didn't. Mm-hmm. You know, That's I true. was willing to do something that you weren't. You know, and right. um, I'm good with that. You know, so yeah, yeah, quite grateful yep. that you, you decided to do what, what you've done and I hope that you continue um, I hope that you keep going and um, I, I you know I wish you all the very best thank you thank you, think, you know, likewise the kind of bravery that it takes to put yourself out there like you said yeah. um, you know a lot of people have great ideas but they'll mm-hmm. never show it to anyone because exactly. it's, it's scary right. you know right. you don't want to, it's like burying your soul and then right. someone just you know scoffing at it you know yeah. it's um it can yeah. gut you. That kind of experience can, can gut you. It can. Uh, but, or it can motivate you. Or it can motivate you. Yeah, right? it's like they um, say, you know, let your haters become your motivators. Mm-hmm. You know, so you can so, take it as motivation as well. That's right. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm just really grateful that you've done this. And I cannot wait to, you know, get my hands on a copy of someone like me. Um, I'm hoping that we'll be able to put links to uh, the book, uh, you know, the footnotes of the episode. You know, if you're listening out there, you know, go, go, go get yourself a copy. Um, you know, I, right now. I, I, 
Yes. Yeah. On. <laughs> you don't even have to do any work. It's it's gonna be right there in the footnotes of that. So, right. You know, it's the episode yeah. you're listening to. So just click a link and and you know uh, go go get yourself a copy of that book. Um, you know, it, it's been such a great conversation. We've, we've talked about so many important things, um, and I'm so grateful that you took the time to you know to to come talk to us. Um, we definitely wish we could continue um, absolutely you know, uh, unlimited conversation just keep going <laughs> absolutely. But, you know we do have to be respectful of, of the time and, and, and mindful that you know we have a life outside of the podcast yes. <laughs> oh baby uh, I know. are you gonna help with I know, the... it doesn't seem, I know it doesn't seem that way but we do have you know lives outside of the podcast um, absolutely but, uh, are we coming you know to what? an end no we are we are coming to an end uh, it, it, it is my singular least favorite part of the podcast is when we have to get to this part, but it's, it's fine. Um, you know, we're, we're going to go on a quick break and then we'll come back do a little summary um, and ask Marion the, the question. question. Um, the question. Dun, 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 dun. Dun. Stay tuned, guys. <laughs> you know, stand by. Yeah. 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 We're going to ask you the question and then we're going to, you know, sort of wrap this up. So uh, we'll, we'll hop off there and we'll be right back. So don't come Hey guys, welcome to Bougie Weekly. Hey Lens, can you let our listeners know why they should listen to us? Because they should. <laughs> That's true. Uh, they should because we have no idea what we're doing, but we've decided to do this so we could learn on this journey together. We want to talk to millennials about millennials and their relationship with money. Yeah, so it's for every girl guy who ever had a humbling moment with money, because we definitely did. 100%. So give us a listen every Wednesday. And we'll see you soon. This up with Marianne. It's been such an amazing conversation. Thank you so much for spending the time. Thank you so much for you know diving into these topics with us. Um, it's been a very informative, educative, and just really entertaining um, um, discussion that we've had. This has been wholesome. So yeah, absolutely. It's, it's really good. It's been really, really good. Um, and again, I wish we could just keep you for another like twelve. 24 hours uh, forever right yeah yeah but you know I, I'm sure there are other people in our lives that would bless through, through the doors and ask what's going on so yeah my husband would just married. ask what's for dinner <laughs> fair enough fair enough so I'm sure we all have, you know, our, our version of that, uh, you know, our, our loved ones, which is burst in and ask, okay. Um, so we're going to have to wrap this up, unfortunately. Uh, but before we do, you know, we always um, ask our guests a question, a very important question. And I think Sarah is just dying to ask you. Can I? I'm um, ready. So. I just want to start. <laughs> The question, Marianne, are you ready? Okay. I see you breaking a sweat. <laughs> I know, I am. I'm like, oh my goodness, what is it going to be? So no, much I'm, pressure. 
I know, so much pressure, so much pressure. But go ahead, let's that's go right. for it. I mean, all we can do is, all I can do is say no. Oh, this is gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> There's no room for that. <laughs> Not an option. <laughs> well, that should be an easy it. one. Let me tell you that. Let me give you a hint. Okay. It should be an easy one because okay. you've already t- talked about so many similar situations based on your personal experiences and um i, I promise you i'm not gonna i'm not gonna ask you something that is going to let you leave from this room immediately <laughs> going back to the question what is one advice you would give to your younger self if you were to go back in time yeah i would definitely tell my younger self to go for it Mm. You know, just don't let obstacles. Yeah. Don't let obstacles stop you. Don't get in your own way. Uh, Push yourself outside of your comfort zone Mm -hmm. and love who you are and who you will become. Mm -hmm. Because the person that you will become is something more than you ever thought you could imagine you Mm -hmm. could do. Mm -hmm. You know, so I think Mm -hmm. that would be something that would definitely tell my younger self, you know, um, make mistakes. But learn from them. Right. 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 And and understand that you're, I would tell myself to understand that you're not perfect, but you can learn perfectly how to deal with certain situations. That's right. And don't use your imperfection as an excuse. Absolutely. Don't say that's just, you know, I'm not perfect. So you have to accept me because I did this. You have to accept me. No, look for ways to improve who right. you are. And that's something that I definitely tell myself. That's, that's yeah. amazing. It's kind of how people, uh, you know, and I roll my eyes every single time someone says this is, oh yeah, no, it's not my fault. It's just, you know, that's my, that's my zodiac sign. That's just how you are. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. No, yeah. Don't, don't do that. Don't, don't yeah. say that. Cause Absolutely. You know, it doesn't make any sense. That's you know? true. No. Uh, are you telling me you have no control over your Exactly. Because you happen to be an Aries or a Taurus or a Scorpio. Like, no. That's true. Just do the right thing, man. Get out of Absolutely. here. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. That's a very good point, okay. Marianne. Thank you so okay. much for sharing that. Like, I don't feel like this is something that you would honestly tell yourself when you were younger, but this is a very important message. Just looking at you right now, I've, I feel like you were born perfect. You just came out. No. <laughs> the My mother would have story. very, very, very different conversation with you <laughs> on that one. I just knew how to yeah. do things right. I know where I'm going to be when I grow up. No. I'm going to be inspiring people around no. me. Yeah, <laughs> it's very hard no, to believe. No, no. I, I know, I, I know. We asked you the question already, but I had a question. Ooh, okay, we're stepping well. up, and, and it's you know, <laughs> I, I, I know. So, how do we stack? You know, how do we rank? So, you've been on Fox, you've been on NBC, CBS, USA Today. How does this podcast stack? Is it like head and shoulders above all that other stuff, or 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 what? What are we talking here? Oh my goodness, you're really going to ask me that? <laughs> you, are, you are so wrong for that. So wrong for that because there is no, there is no right no, way to answer that. Yes, no, I, so, I would so, say uh, that. I would say that this experience has truly been something memorable. It's, and that's something that has definitely been. It's a uh, lot of fun. To watch yes, absolutely. To <laughs> I, I'm taking great pleasure. I see. I see. You. Oh my word! Oh my word! No, but no, it's it's been it's been a great experience. 
you know, I it's think been a great experience it's been us, a great definitely. experience. And I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. And it was something, it would be one of the ones that I remember. Yeah. And I truly mean that from the heart. And sincerely, really I remember grateful. that. We're really grateful for your yeah, time. Absolutely. This has been nothing short of spectacular for for us. Um, you know, I and I, I always say this, we don't take yeah. it for granted when people come and talk to yeah. us. Uh, it's because there's just so many other things you could be doing. I mean, it's a, it's a Saturday. Yeah. And today was a perfect example. Like, Miriam was already busy right. with so many different things earlier from right. this meeting, exactly. right? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, and you still make the time to be so graceful and, 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 and so gracious. And, and you came and talked to us and you didn't hurry us along or not, nothing like that. Um, I really, really thank you so Appreciate much. Appreciate that. Um, we are, you know, we are going to wrap this up now I'll just say please make sure to go get Marion Thomas's book um, that's Marion L. Thomas is someone like me yes um, we're gonna put links to that you know in, in the footnotes of the episode um, Marion where can people find you on the internet um, well the best place is to go to my website um, but also you can also go to Instagram so on Instagram I have a, a sort of a link that has all of uh, it'll connect you to all of my social okay. channels including okay. my website okay. um, so you can start with Instagram which is Marion L. Thomas um, 09 okay. um, and then that will connect you to my website my other social channels um, okay. Facebook Twitter all of those LinkedIn awesome. um, but yeah definitely we've got something similar is going like, uh, is, is your book is your book on Amazon and, and, and all that stuff so yeah I'm, I'm gonna love to put the link uh, to that in, in the footnotes absolutely well. because I know a lot of people don't like too many clicks so they just want to go scroll down and click one time and land where they where they're going so absolutely I'm try to put the links uh, you know um, all the necessary links in the footnotes of the episode please check that out um, thank you we are also in social media predominantly on Instagram oh, as right. well mm-hmm. uh, and that's interesting humans pod on, on Instagram um we have a Twitter that we barely even ever use. So. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> Maybe at some point I will stop saying we have a Twitter because do we, do we, we have a Twitter? We do, technically. Um, We're just in the background. Technically, we have a Twitter. It's called the IH Pod uh, on, on yeah. Twitter. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, just wanted to say thank you so much once again, Marion. This has been wonderful. Um, and we look forward to everything else that you're going to be putting out there in the future we can't wait i think you know you are invited back with your mom next time anytime (laughs) oh she would love that oh my goodness she would love that she would oh my god she would definitely would love to have her yeah yeah she would love it she would love it awesome yeah Yeah, no thank you so much i would just Um, sit back i would just (laughs) just, (laughs) the queen of the queen talking right now like there you go but no thank you so much uh you know we uh put out episodes every other tuesday so make sure you check that out um and we have had such a great time you know check out our instagram uh check out marion's instagram and all the links that that will take you to um and until our very next episode we will say sarah stay interesting humans that's right. Stay interesting. You take, care. take care. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.